Welcome to the pre-match of weekly football podcast, Liberty Hot Ears, every weekend of the footballing season. You are joined by me, Graham Bailey. You can get me at Graham Bailey and him, Craig Honeyman. Craig underscore Honeyman on Twitter. How are you doing, Craig? I am really good, mate. A little bit tired, um, but I'm really good. Thank you. So we are um, delivering um, previews to every game this weekend. We're doing a quick quick fire preview this one because Craig's got some big flights to catch. He's flying out to the Middle East to watch some UFC, isn't it, Craig? UFC this weekend? UFC Craig? card uh, this weekend, yeah, in Abu Dhabi. Can't be bad. Yeah, so we'll do that. And first of all, look to see what's going back on in the footballing world. Uh, have we got our managers? We did say last week, Craig, we would look at the managers. Not quite. No. Still but... Appointed yet. The teams are Middlesbrough, Closer, Matt Carrick, not done yet, though. West Brom, we've got a short list of about 10 to 12 um, from what they are saying. Wolves haven't appointed theirs yet either, Craig. Um, no. West, uh, said West Brom, any of the big ones? Not quite yet. So basically, nothing much to talk about on the manager front because nobody's been appointed just yet. So we'll come back to those next week when hopefully most of them should be appointed by then. Obviously, the big news this week was Kareem Benzema being awarded the Ballon d'Or for the best player in the world, um, decided by journalists from out the world, um, voted on since 1956. One of the longest-running uh, prizes in world football. It's deemed the best individual prize. Now, if it's a, who won in 1956, Craig? Nope. You don't know that? No. Nope. Sir Stanley Matthews won the first ever. Wow. Ballon d'Or beating Alfredo, Alfredo de Stefano, Stefano sorry, and Raymond Copper, who the Copper Trophy is named after the best young player. Um, and that oh. went to Gavi this year, which I was delighted to see, actually. I, I, I don't think Gavi gets the... Um, he probably does on this pod, but I don't think he gets some of the publicity that he otherwise deserves. I think um, a lot of people think it, it, it is turning into that um, Xavi and Yester thing at times with them too, isn't it? But hey, yeah, Craig, if you get half the careers out of them, then they'll be doing well. Yeah, listen, they, they actually said this week, uh, Gavi and Pedri, they questioned on that. I think it was actually at the awards, and they actually said, look, this is not about... Iniesta and uh, and Xavi. This is about um, Gavi, you know. And and I I thought, do you know what, Gavi and Pedri, fair play to them. They they took that on board. And said we're not we're not liking ourselves to them. We want to be our own players. And I really respected that from from both of them. Yeah, it's a, it's a Michael that we had to get rid of, but we'll see how they progress. They're still very young, but hey, they look to have a wonderful future. Ahead of them, the, the the Muller Award went to Lewandowski for the most goals for club and country in the year, which isn't a huge surprise. Mm-hmm. And the the Lev Yashin Trophy went to Thibaut Courtois, firmly deserved. Mm-hmm. Bit low in the overall. He he actually sp- said about that, Craig, didn't he? Afterwards, he was he thought he was a bit low. Um, he couldn't have done much more. Um, over the course of the year, and he only finished seventh, I think, in in the in the voting. But hey, he, Craig, um, do, you th- do you think uh, do you think a goal you'll ever win it again? I do, yeah. I think obviously we've got a World Cup year coming up, Craig, and I, I think it's possible when you've got some big names. I am like a Donnarumma, um, quite possibly. Obviously, I, I, I can't. I don't know where he came the year before. It's some strange vote, and I think Donnarumma might have had a chance the year before. It was when Messi won it last year, wasn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, quite possibly. Depend, depends. Someone like him. Maybe depends on whether it's a good year for the outfield players. And obviously this year it was. Karim Benzema finishing in first. Um, Sadio Mane uh, finishing second. And Kevin De Bruyne in third. 
So the Premier League doing quite well, actually, because obviously Manny's efforts were during his time at Liverpool and also, obviously, with Senegal, given he helped them to the African Cup of Nations, which was probably a major part of him coming second. But Benzema, Craig, um, wonderful year last year. I don't think anyone could have too many complaints. It's sometimes the, you know, the Ballon d'Or, even last year when Messi won, there was a lot of people questioning it with Lewandowski yeah. second. But Benzema winning this year, I don't think there can be too many complaints, can there? No, I think richly deserved, Graham. Um, you know, we, we we all know uh, he also had the court case uh, in the past 12 months, which was finally put to bed. Um, on on the football pitch, he, he's been sensational. Um, arguably the most effective player in the in the Champions League uh, last season, Graham. I would I would suggest. Um, you know, he, he is without doubt a Real Madrid legend. There's, there's a there's a wonderful photo going around on on social media, Graham, with um with Cristiano Ronaldo, Modric, etc., past uh, Ballon d'Or winners, um, and you've got Benzema in the background applauding them, um, and of course now he's come to the foreground and at the age of thirty four, um, taking the taking the trophy. I wonder if he thought, Graham, that um. And once you get to 30, 31, maybe maybe it's not going to be the case. But I think if we look at the the, the previous winners, um, you know, in recent years, they've all been over 30, haven't they? When Ronaldo's won it, Messi's won it, Benzema's won it, uh, Modric has won it. They've all been in the 30s. Yeah, it's kind of that way. But obviously, those players have continued. But I think Mod- uh, I think sorry, I think uh, Benzema's unusual. I think he's probably, that was his best season of his career. Last year, which was yeah. um, amazing, he, he was he was always a very he was always an outstanding national player, but was he that world world <laughs> top level? And but last year, little doubting that he was. Craig, um, anyone feel aggrieved not to be top three? I I quite like the I said I quite like the top three. I'm not sure you liked it as much as me, but um, I liked seeing Manny and De Bruyne up there. Um, anyone anyone lucky not to get a mention there? I think I think. The... <laughs> The, the the one standout for me that hasn't had any credit, and I think he's probably playing the best football of his career, is Neymar. Playing the best football of his career? I think Neymar's playing the best football of his career at this time, yeah. The very best football of his career. I think he's in sensational form. Going into the World Cup, I, I, I don't think he's been better, Grim. Uh, interesting. Um I don't particularly agree, but I think he's playing quite. He's playing quite well, but yeah, I, I don't think he's unlucky not to get a mention for this award because I don't think he was particularly good last year. Um, but um, hey, we'll say if if he goes and wins the World Cup with Brazil, you know the World Cup's going to have a major influence on this award next year. Obviously, it's season to season now rather than January to January. But yeah, um, a World Cup win, and if you are the main player for that country, which obviously Neymar, if Brazil win, Neymar would be one of them. Yeah, um, they're going to have a good shout for next year, aren't they? So it'd be interesting. I think um, next year, if I was pick, if you were picking, uh, try and look into your crystal ball, Craig or. Looking at Crystal Headwind in the mirror. Let's try and pick a bit of fun. Pick a winner for twenty twenty three. I know in my head who I would go for. Do you? Um, I'll I'll say Vinicius Junior for next year. Yeah, I think I think that will depend on Real Madrid and um, Brazil. Oh how, yeah, totally. How, how, how they do. Um, I haven't really thought about the world. Do you know what, Craig? Of all this, we talk about World Cup, etc. I haven't sat down and thought who do I think is going to win in Qatar. Actually, I haven't. I'll, I'll, we'll obviously do that as we get closer to the World Cup. Yeah, I'll, 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 I, I haven't I'll, sat I'll, down and had a look really. I'll call it now Brazil. Uh, I think Brazil will win the World Cup. Um, okay. 
Uh, I actually have so much attacking talent, um, so much you know flair, um, creativity, goals. That's that's who, who I'm back. I think if whoever beats Brazil, if if someone can beat Brazil, I think they'll win the World Cup. So if someone knocks them out at any stage, they'll go on and win it. Mm -hmm. uh, but Brazil are getting my vote at this time. Uh, Ballon d'Or next year. Um, look, I, I, Neymar certainly isn't flavour of the month anywhere at this time. Um, I think it depends how PSG do. Um, I, I guess the the one we're looking at from the Premier League maybe would be Kevin De Bruyne, who finished third this year. If City win. The Champions League, um, I think that he could win it next year, Grim. Interesting, yeah. So a lot of doing Belgium, obviously, um, tricky um, seeing how far they go. I think yeah. the one would be, um, I, I think France. Uh, France, I think, would be my favourites for the for the World <laughs> Cup. But um, maybe a Chumani if he led. Chumani can be one if he led. Uh, Real I don't Madrid, think. I don't. I, I don't think Chumani. I think that would be a huge surprise. If they won, uh, yeah, but if they won the European title, it depends how good he is in Qatar. It depends what when a, when a team wins a World Cup, isn't it? There's always one standout player, but who's to know um, who's that's going to be? Cause it's a real, it's going to be a real close World Cup. I think this one. It's going to be a tough, tough. It's always tough to. I win. think the conditions but, will play um, a huge part, Graeme. Yeah, quite. But obviously, we don't know how these. Um, they're meant to be. Um, uh, air conditioned, aren't they? But how that yeah. how how that works or not, Craig? We don't know how. We'll soon see. Yeah, you're right. The European countries, uh, we'll soon find out, won't we? Whether we it's, whether it's suited to them or not. Graham, and you and you've you've made the point um, on this pod, uh, and and you know until you'd mentioned it, I'm not really taking it into account. To be honest, so fair play to you. You'd made the point, and you've made it several times that normally. The, the season would finish and there'd be a period of acclimatisation in the country where you'd maybe play a couple of friendlies um, mm. in, in the inside or certainly in the region where you're going to play. Yeah. That's not going to happen. You know, the, no, the, the, I, the players I still, not I, go there and play. Yeah, I haven't asked that and I still don't know why we're not seeing um, even, I thought some countries might warm up in Australia or in the rounds not far is it to, um, but in ter in terms of traveling there, but I thought you, there's there's no one playing friendlies, which I find at least the one or two, it's just a bit bizarre. Um, just to, as you say, just to get acclimatized, Craig. Even if it wasn't a, if it was a full full blown ninety minute, um, to and fro, but it doesn't seem to be any sort of things. But yeah, we'll see how they turn up. The twenty six man squads are what three weeks away now, Craig. About just yeah, about or is it the it's the first weekend? Is it fit? Is it so? So this this November this weekend, Graham. This 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 Friday, um, and and by the way, it, it's it's fourteen hours on an aeroplane to Qatar from mm. Australia. So that's that's you need to go back to geography classes. But this this Friday, yeah, fourteen hours. Okay, this this Friday, um, FIFA need to receive from every nation their 40 playlist mm. so on long, friday, long, long list, the long list so on friday england will be submitting their long list now as i understand it graham that list doesn't go to the media or to any third party but i'd have an idea that it will be linked leaked sorry or that there'll be a lot of speculation around who who mm. isn't on that but to be fair graham in in the premier league at the elite level, we have so few English players. Um, I don't think there'll be any anyone that misses out from that that forty man list. It's you, you it's can add to, you can add to that as well. You can add and take away from it's not it's not um it's not as binding as your final. Right, okay, 
I believe. I believe it is. It's like a long. It puts. It's more for the players and the clubs. It's more. I think this one is more for the players to say. Basically, don't go booking your honeymoon just yet. But and as you say, I think everyone. I don't think, especially in Gareth Southgate's forty-man squad, there won't be too many surprises. No, so, I don't think so. Um, it, it's for those um maybe shock ones where yeah, hey. If Max, if for instance, if Max Kilman was on it, we don't think he will. But if he was, it if he was, it's just a bit of a notice for him. Yeah, don't go, don't go booking your trips to Ibiza just yet because yeah. Um, yeah. you might be needed. That sort of thing. Uh, and so it's a nice segue to the World Cup, Greg. We're seeing players being ruled out all over the show now because you know it doesn't take a big injury to rule you out now. Oh. Um, it's a two or three week. Um, um, in terms of getting, it was a question I wanted to actually ask you. Um, that I thought about at the weekend when I was watching the um, the, the the City Liverpool game. Okay, and we look at the form of certain players this season. Do you think that subconsciously some players are playing within themselves because they don't want to get injured and miss, miss the World Cup? So the one the one player who's been outstanding for me that started the season where he looks like he's playing in in second gear is Virgil Van Dijk. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously. He's 31. Could this be his last World Cup? I would suggest that it probably is. Uh, with with the Netherlands, um, you know, do you think that subconsciously could affect players where they don't want to pick up an injury? Particularly, we've got so many games in 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 this month. Um, well, before we have the break, I think what eight games haven't we? Which is crazy amount of games. Uh, which actually, the more games, the heavier the load, the more likely you are to pick up injuries, uh, particularly muscle injuries and strains. Um, do you think that plays a part in 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 the mind of players? Um, I I I don't think they'll say that, but obviously it does create someone like Van Dyke. What I've just he's thirty one now. Yeah, will he play at the next World Cup? No. Highly highly unlikely. Yeah, so yeah, yeah I, th- I think it. I think it's um something to bear in mind. It's subconsciously even, Craig. You know, the the will be thinking about us, and um we're going to talk about uh, Rhys James in a minute. But um just to run over a few of the names who've been ruled out already, Craig, this weekend from the weekend's game, Diego Jota will not be yeah. going to the World Cup with his problem, and 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 this one I didn't notice, Craig. Pedro Neto is out for Portugal as well. He suffered ankle ligament damage apparently at the weekend. He will miss out. Chelsea have confirmed in Golo Kante won't be going, which is a blow to Deschamps because he's one of Deschamps' trusted. Wow, yeah. He's one he's one of his trusted sergeants. But in terms of players in there, I'm not sh- yeah, and, and Jordy will no, I'm he will be here just with his experience and stuff. Yeah. In terms in terms of talent, yeah, they've probably got some people just as talented, but you can't replace that experience. Paul Pogba on the other hand, Craig, is back back in fitness, right. back training now, and he will be going to Qatar, little doubt. Uh, Georgie Vinaldon, we knew, wasn't going, Craig. Ronald Arujo for Uruguay, and uh, and Paolo De Bala and Angel de Maria are both doubts as well. So it's clicking in now where... And there will be some players as well, Craig. There will be some players who go, who will go be going to the World Cup who will have very to little no football before, who are just coming back from injury. A Calvin Phillips, for instance. Yeah. Um, a Kyle Walker. Reese James... Um, a player we talked about, Craig. Um, yeah. it, he and it was a strange one, Reese James, because I, I reported on this at the time where he injured himself in Milan and then he came back to England. And Chelsea thought he was fine. Chelsea spoke to him on the Thursday morning, he was fi- he, he felt okay, but then as the day went on, it became something was wrong and there is an issue in there. But Reese James hasn't ruled himself out fully yet. Um, and there will be discussions had. So if Southgate with his medical team. Craig, and I'll ask you this question. If Rhys James and England's medical staff 
can confirm that he will be fit for the first game of the knockout stages, which I presume would be first week in December ish, something like that, Craig. Yeah. Would you take him? No. I know, I know what I would do. No. Would you take him? No. I think I would. I, I, I'm honest. I think I, I would. I, 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 I think, think I would. I think if you take injured players, mm. it, it undermines the players that are fit. It undermines someone that is fit and hasn't hasn't gone to the World Cup, mm-hmm. where a player that's you know there's no guarantee that a team's getting out of the group, no guarantee whatsoever. So I, I think it's highly arrogant to 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 do that. Um, do I think. think do, you th- do you really think it's arrogant for England to think they can get yeah, out of the group think, stage, think, to get think, out of the group stages without Reece James? I think it's arrogant for any team to take a player thinking that they're going to automatically qualify from the group. And that player won't be fit for any of those group matches. I think it's hugely arrogant. I also think it's highly disrespectful to uh, to other football players too. Um, that's one way to look at. I I don't. I personally think taking Rhys James would be a huge. But I think John, why I think Craig, because we've got we've now got a twenty six man squad. I think you can cope with that. You know, if it was twenty three, yeah, I'd agree with you to a certain extent, where you're putting too much pressure on the other players as well, etc. But I think with this extra, with these extra, what three bodies they've got, because one of them doesn't have to be a goalkeeper, they've already got three goalkeepers. So by having these them three extra places, and I think other countries will do this as well, Craig. I don't think Southgate's the only one. I don't think England are the only team to, who will do it. I think you can take a bit more risk, and I think for that reason, I think Calvin Phillips will go. I think. Rhys James will have to see how his injury goes over the next what um three weeks, Craig. A lot yeah. can happen. A lot can happen in three weeks. Some, play, some players are great healers, some aren't, and we'll we'll see how that goes. Um but yeah, I, I, I think with those extra players, Craig, I think they're more than likely to take that take that chance. And 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 as we've said, Craig, he is one of the ones who can possibly be considered, as you say, elite world class. And and I do agree to say so England haven't got many. They've got Walker and Kane and maybe Reese James. So I think that's the only reason why they might consider that. And obviously, Carl Walker's the one, Craig, who does look as if he's on course to make it. Yeah. Uh, but as you said, there's that many games to come, Craig. Um, we normally have that, as we said, at the end of the football season, we normally have that month off anyway. Yeah. Now, we're, you know, you're getting players who, what, a week a week to 10 days later, than they need to be in the Middle East. After yeah. finishing the end of the season, and Craig, that will be on people's minds a hundred percent. It will be. I think uh, so. Um, you know, and some players, you know, everyone says, "Oh, don't worry, Rich James will will have um, next World Cup in in America, Canada, and Mexico." Nobody knows what happens in the future. You have no, to grasp don't. every opportunity when it when it comes. You know, yeah. um, but yeah, as as and as you've alluded to, I think Gareth Southgate probably knows his forty men who he's going to name. I don't yeah. think we'll see too many. Surprise. How, how's John Stones looking, Grim? Is he gonna be fit? I th- yeah, I think he is fit. Um interesting we talked talk John Stones in terms of City. Um and it's a player who who I've banged the drum about, Craig, as you know, for years and years. I've always said, and I, and and, I, and and I'm not being wise in hindsight. I've always said, haven't I, that Joe Gomez is one of the two best English defenders in the Premier League. Yeah. And he did have a good game on Sunday. He's brilliant. He really Sunday. did. And and do you think if if he carries on like that for the next few weeks, Greg, he's got a great chance of going to Qatar, isn't he? Totally, totally agree. Uh, great. I, I think if Joe Gomez can stay, and it's it, grim, it, it, it's crazy saying this because his his injury record since being at Liverpool is absolutely appalling. And yeah. if you'd have said to me um, after Liverpool were beaten by Napoli, 
would would uh, Joe Gomez being with a shout for the World Cup? I would have actually laughed at you and said absolutely no chance whatsoever. And it just proves how fickle we are sometimes as football fans. That you know he he was exceptional against um, Manchester City at, at the weekend. He had a he had an outstanding game. Um, in the heart of the defence alongside Virgil van Dijk and he looked brilliant, Graham. He looked he looked he looked outstanding. Uh if he can put that together then I think he makes the squad. And I said I think John Stones is one of those who I think is really, really trusted by Gareth Southgate. So I yeah. think if John Stones, as long as he is nearing fitness, he will go. I tell you who I think that's bad news for, Craig, who I think may miss out because if Joe Gomez continues this. And it's a player who I thought was about to get himself in the reckoning would be Ben White. And yeah. it might be bad news for him because Joe yeah. Gomez is a very similar type of player, centre-half, can play right-back. I don't think Arsenal are helping him much by playing on this right all the time. I saw him at Leeds on Sunday. I think he did okay. He's clearly not a right-back, though. No. Um, you know, everyone's, everyone seems to fall in love with Gabriel in the heart of the Arsenal defence where I think Saliba's a Rolls Royce there I think Ben White's a bit unlucky not to be getting his chance um, but you know with good Joe I don't think you can take Stones I don't see him taking Stones Gomez and White as the three as three no. players so yeah um, we'll keep an eye on that next few weeks yeah I said there's three another three or four sets of Premier League fixtures Craig before the Things so, so much can happen in between now and then. I bet every every international manager is is especially every, actually I'll rephrase that, Craig. Every international manager with a player in the Premier League will be very nervous because it's you know at and there are nine fixtures. Those teams playing in Europe, there are nine fixtures before nine wow. nine before the World Cup. That's yeah, wow. That's like um, like in in some leagues, that's like a quarter of the season. <laughs> no. Um, so it's interesting. Well, we'll keep an eye on these injuries, but yeah, as they Craig, there might be a few players asking to be not asking to be rested, but saying, Look, Gaffer, this might be my last World Cup, might be my only World Cup. And um, yeah, it's a real tough one, isn't it? You know, there's yeah. not it's cutting for us in, in the Premier League, as we saw. And, and let's quickly touch on what we saw at the weekend, Craig, with the um, City Liverpool. Um, a really fascinating game, it was great. Um, I love to see the do you know what? I, I care for what I say. I, I like to see the, the the stuff between Klopp and Guardiola. I don't like to see what um Klopp is did on the sideline. I think no. if the FA throw the book at him, I think they are and to he held his hands up afterwards. And, and, and guys to actually expand that, Craig, a little bit. Did you see the Manchester United game? Um uh, the highlights anyway. I saw the highlights. Did you see? What the Manchester United players, their reaction the goal, to when the goal. Yeah. yeah, but did you yeah. see the play? Did you did you see the players around the referee? There must have been about eight of them. Graham, it, it, it reminded me. Roy it, came, the Roy it came reminded there, me the Roy came when when, when Juninho won the penalty at Old yeah. Trafford. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the players, I think it was the first penalty given at Old Trafford in five years or something ridiculous. Right? Do you remember the reactions that Craig as well, though? Because that, that, that reaction from that game really instigated that thing of, right, it nobody goes around the referee. And do you know what? I don't understand, Craig. Now, in the world of VR and stuff, and we had the... I, I was at exactly, let go. I was at Ellen. I was at Ellen Road at the weekend, um, and I had you had the fans chanting VAR, VAR, which I hate, which I dislike and massively. But it's, because VAR now is becoming such, it's 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 doing 
it's doing the opposite in some ways of what was always said, where it'll take out the controversy and and, and we had lots of controversy at Leeds on Sunday from from the Banford chat. But but anyway, but they were actually contemplating playing that game without VR at one point because of the electrical faults we had, Craig. But it, I don't know what the answer is here, Craig, because the, the players are just now, I presume, Craig, I don't know, I didn't, I presume they were all saying to the referee, go and look at the TV, speak to VR in the ear. I presume that's what they're saying to the referee. I actually think, genuinely think, that referee should have body cams, right? Um, which is not broadcast, but which record uh, everything that goes on yeah. on the football pitch from the moment they step on to the moment they leave, right? Because then everything becomes absolutely clear. It's not open to interpretation. It's not he said, she said. If a, a manager, a football player, a football, whatever it is, is abusing a match official, then throw the book at them. But why? But why not broadcast it, Greg? I say I don't think. I tell, I, Graham, I, I tell you, I tell you why not, we, Graham. I tell you why you can't. You can't broadcast it. You can, there's no way you can okay. broadcast okay, it. Can I just point one thing out? I, I don't say broadcast the whole game. Yeah, you, you're completely right. However, these decisions. Do you what? Uh, now, what's more rugby union than you do? The one thing rugby union do get right, and they still make mistakes, of course. Too is when the when you have the third official in so so the 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 test match official. So in our case, VR. Yeah. When they're talking to the referee, you do hear that. So yeah. you hear you hear what the referee is asking. Yeah. You hear the the go between VR. I think I think you could broadcast. I think I think that'd be great. On TV, not not to fans in the stadium, yeah, because they don't need to hear that anyway. No, I, Grim, I, th- I, th- I think that would be great, right? Uh, on the on the on the proviso that you didn't have fans, sorry, excuse me, players screaming and swearing in in, in the mm-hmm. in the officials' faces. Uh, if if you could do that without that, then great. I I, I just think they need to clamp down that, and I do. They really need to clamp down on this now. It's getting out of hand again. Definitely, I, I, I tell you, Graham, and. I am going to mention this, right? So the the, the reaction from from Klopp when he when he went at the lines at the weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my little boy laughed, mm. right? My, my my little boy's eight, mm. right? Um, and I I to him that's not funny, like that that isn't that isn't good, right? And the the you know you, you and I work in in grassroots football with our kids, right? And and on a weekend, I introduce our team to the referee. Uh, and I say to them, look, this is this is the referee. Uh, he's here to help you. He's here to help the flow of the game. He's not perfect. If he makes a mistake, it's it's possible. You don't argue with him. You just you just get on with the game. Uh, and then the kids all agree to that. Do that, and then they see their icons screaming and shouting in the face of match yeah. officials. The, the worst, Graham, and I, and I see it from where I sit in 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 stadium. The worst is the fourth official. The the amount of grief that the fourth official gets from both benches, not necessarily the manager, it's sometimes the assistant manager, the first team coach, the goalie coach, the physio. I see people running and screaming in his face. I'm like, well, do, yeah, a lot of them do. And Joe, what you see at, um, where the fourth official, I tell, and and I'll mention one one person as well. Who I see a regular person at Newcastle, and Joe, what he's not, he's not, he's not berating the official. He's 100 percent not, but he's actually very clever. And this is Jason Tyndall, Eddie Howe's assistant. Yeah, and what he does. 
and I think it, I think it's not a bad thing. He's in, he's basically talking to him throughout the game all the time. Ask and you know he's not just saying that should have been Newcastle figure that he's asking why stuff is done. Yeah. And I, I don't mind Fair that. Enough. You know, don't it, mind the conversation, Graham. Don't yeah, mind. It's, it's so. a con- but it's a constant one. Which I don't, yeah, which I don't mind because it, it never comes to because because if you're talking to someone all the time, very rarely will you suddenly scream in the face. And I do do agree where some other people are doing that. And I tell you what, I didn't like on mm-hmm. Sunday that. Joe, you know what Anfield is a great stadium, etc. But if they can't find somewhere better to put that monitor, and but and and on that regard, I yeah. would do I would do what the NFL Craig. Know what they do? The no. NFL they come on, uh, the referees on the pitch, and, and, and another. Oh, they bring on a mobile thing, don't they? Yeah, they bring on a device for the for the um, whilst he's talking to VR. They bring it on the field, so yep. he's away. He's away from the fans. And That's stuff. the best thing to do, Craig. That would be the best thing to do in English football. Take it away from the fans. Take it away from the benches. Bring it onto the pitch, towards the referee. Anyone goes anywhere near it, they get a yellow card. If they don't back off, they get a red card. But as well, what they're doing in rugby union, which you, you can't do, amazingly, you couldn't, you couldn't do this at Anfield because Anfield at the moment, anyway, doesn't have a big screen. What they're doing in rugby union, he tells them, he says, if it was Wayne Barnes, who's the best rugby union official in the world, he'll say, Wayne, this is the the, the TV guy, the VI guy, I'll say, Wayne, this is the angle we've got. Yeah. We're, looking, we're looking for this. Here's what's your interpretation of it. And this, they need to look at rugby and take, take the best bit of those, the best bit of those games. Yep. And, and do it, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see, Craig. In terms of the um City United, um, we'll talk Arsenal as well, actually, because I, I was at that game. But um, uh, we, we think the title's still gone from Liverpool, yeah, I, th- I think so, Craig. Yeah, it's still, it's still, uh, but obviously, I know you've got um uh, views on this as well. In terms of the and 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 Danny, Danny Murphy on Match of Day said the same as well, where. The thing with Man City at the weekend was um Pep changed changed um changed up things up a little bit. He changed the style a bit. He put De Bruyne out wide. He yeah. he, he put Gundogan. He, he put he put the two holding midfielders back in there again. Um, yeah. with Rodri going back in there, having previously only had one in the last few games when they were so yeah. impressive. Um, and and obviously he was pressing pressing high, and and he had Ford and um switched over, but. Do you think that um I think people are reading personally, I think people are reading a little bit too much. I thought it was just a good a good to and throw between two good teams and it could have gone either way. Do you or do you think Pep would Pep got it a bit wrong? It's really it's really difficult to criticize Pep Guardiola, right? But he, he should be critiqued, right? Mm-hmm. And um he's a wonderful one he's everywhere he's been, he's been wonderful, right? He's probably the most elite manager coach in the world. But at times, does he overcomplicate things? Does he overthink things? Does he make changes that aren't um, necessary? I think there have been a couple of Champions League games, uh, particularly Champions League final, where he changed things up where I don't think he should have done. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's, yeah. just my, that's just my personal opinion. Um, I looked at the game at the weekend, Graham, and I saw the midfield. Um, and I thought to myself, is that why he signed Calvin Phillips uh, to, in this kind of game, play a double pivot in midfield? Now, I've yeah. got no problem with a double pivot, no problem whatsoever. Uh, but it's how you how you balance people around it. Um, putting Kevin De Bruyne in a right sided midfield role just nullified him. You know, he, 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 he and and when I say nullified him, look, he's still putting a couple of delicious balls, uh, one one particular ball into into Haaland, which Haaland could have scored from. I, I totally get that, but 
He has been so influential in recent weeks for Manchester City, like elite, absolutely elite. And I think he was, to some degree, nullified, like I say, playing in, in that role. It was easier, easier to to to, to deal with him. Um, and they were set up, they were set up in like um when 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 Edison had the ball, they had that very strange setup, didn't they? Where it almost looked, it almost reverted to a back three yeah. of Ake, Kanji, Diaz with Forge and wing back and Cancelo, and 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 it it was just for me, Craig. It was just a classic example of this all. He outthought himself, you know. Yeah, and, and and Graham, let, let's let's have it right. Liverpool have been in in poor form, so I, I don't. I I just think City needs to turn up, continue to play how they've been playing, set up how they've been mm. set up, and just go for the jugular. And the, the, yeah. do you think do he? I, do you think he gave Liverpool a bit too much respect? I think he, considering their form, not because they are a great team, we know yeah. that, but considering yes. the form they're in, yes, yeah. I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think they should have gone into the game absolutely gone for the jugular. Um, look, they had they had the goal disallowed, which was was it? A what, did, what did you What yeah. did you think of that? What did you think of that? Because I I thought it was a foul, but if you watched it, the the referee was literally stood five yards away and he waved play on. He yes. actually waved play on. Yeah, this this is issue we have, Graham. It, it's was that a clear and obvious error? I I I just want VR to. It, the VAR isn't the problem. We've said no. this. It, it's it's how, how it's interpreted and how it's used. And don't you think everything, Craig? When when any anything on the pit on the football pitch in slow motion looks worse. Yes, everything on the football pitch looks. Yes, it does. Worse. You have to watch things in real. And that, that annoys me when the VAR is showing them. If you see it, they're rocking it from frame to frame, yeah. aren't they? And it's slow motion. If you watch it in real time, I I I don't think that. And you know what, Fabinho wasn't. In the referee's face, demanding a fouler either. You can see that he didn't think it was a foul. No, do you know what, Graham? He, he, he didn't. It was, it was soft. It was soft. But I think that that um, the reaction from Jurgen Klopp, the reaction from Pep Guardiola, I think that kind of you know got the fans got the fans going to some degree. Um, Definitely, yeah. And 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 look, I, I'm I'm going to criticise. Cancelo. Um, I think Cancelo's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful football player. I think elite football player. Some of the things he can do with the ball are magical. Mm. But defensively, he doesn't need to win that ball against Mo Salah. He no. can just he can just stand off him. He can he can just back off two yards, let Salah take the ball, uh, and then deal with it thereafter and wait for some support to try and win it when he's one on one. If you lose it, then the player's clean through on goal. Yeah, oh, definitely. I think I think he's one of these players as well, Craig. I think he's, I think he's been a bit undercooked this season. Is he? It just again, it's strange, Craig, as you say. Well, and I've, I've now you said it. A lot of these players now is World Cups on the mind. You know, Cancelo, and and not that he, not that it's his last World Cup, Craig. But is he thinking, will I ever be in better form? Going into a World Cup than this? No, he won't. Okay. Uh, so, you know, there's lots, there's lots of these things, isn't there? Where, yeah, yeah, it won't, it won't be his last, but he might not. He might, he might. This might be his one time to be one of the best players at a World Cup. Yeah, and we've we've mentioned before we 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 fully expect the likes of Salah and Haaland when the Premier League restarts to absolutely kick on. Yeah. Where 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 some others that have been away will no doubt be fatigued. Um, Haaland, Salah, the, these other players that are not going to the World Cup will. Will be massively impacted, and I wonder, Graham. Right? I, I, I did think this. Do you know those clubs that are in relegation battles and maybe are not losing as many players uh, as the as the teams that are just above them? Mm-hmm. Uh, will they will they be fresher 
after the World Cup to uh, to maybe put some other teams under pressure. It's a, well, that's a good point. Well, I'm going to I'm going to switch. Let's switch quickly to um, as I described them now. And actually, after Sunday's game at Leeds United, I wrote Craig that um, there's two two truths came out of this game. Um, I to ask myself two questions in the piece. I said, "Are Arsenal title contenders? Are Leeds relegation contenders?" And the answer to both was yes. Yes. Um, Arsenal, you know, um, and I got a lot of stick from Leeds fans, and hey, I'm not going to apologise for my rank ratings and stuff. And Leeds fans were coming at me saying, "Oh, we dominated the game. We we had Arsenal on the back foot. This and that, Craig." And it's like, you know, Arsenal didn't get out of first gear, Craig. And you know what? They didn't need to. No, they really didn't. Mikel Arteta said afterwards that Leeds should have been put to bed by half time, and he's right. They should have been by Arsenal, who, <laughs> who, who could the broke at will. And and Joe, what I did, Greg, I sat and watched a lot of Odegaard after you. We had this conversation last week. You said to me, and and it's, it's something I'm going to carry actually because I, I, now you've said it, I can't think of anything else. That Odegaard is like a younger version of De Bruyne, and yeah. I see it. I just see it now. You've opened my. It's not very often you open my eyes to anything, Greg, but on this thing you have, and I think he is the nearest thing to De Bruyne. He is. In terms of character, but but not in terms of just the player. In terms of character, the way they hold themselves on and off the pitch, it's it's remarkable. He's a, he's a leader, Graham. He, yeah, he, he, he is a leader, are. no doubt about and, it. And he and he's had to leave the big club. He's got to a club now where, but every time he picked up the ball, Craig, he 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 created something. He looked like, and this is Leeds playing with two holding midfielders who were both okay. Rocker especially had a good game. I liked him, yeah. but. Arsenal was just so impressive, Craig, and the goal from Saka was sensational. Yeah. Here's us, and this was um, an Arsenal team who, you know, this isn't Arsenal's best team. They had Tommy Yasu at left back, they had Ben White at right back. Um, Zaka actually was played. They, they played two cams in this game, Craig. They played Zaka <laughs> next to Odegaard, which didn't let right. Leeds settle. Actually, it was quite clever. We didn't let Leeds settle, and they had Party um, holding by himself, who was sensational. By the way, Craig Thomas Party in that game was. You know, a lot, yeah. a lot of, he he was amazing. Part and, and actually, I watched part and th- I'm not a huge fan of party, but I thought in that game, you know, you are. Yeah, I thought it, I thought he was brilliant. I've said this before. Atletico, he was brilliant, and and he. Do you know a little stat here, Craig. I know you like your stats. Yeah. Um, some some was saying about um, who was it? I think Kavishvili, the um, the Napoli guy, hasn't lost a a, a league or a league or national game for 32 games, which is remarkable in itself. Wow. Especially someone from Georgia. Wow. Um, in terms of national wise, but um, party and I did look this up, Craig. He hasn't lost a, a game for club or country country since March. Thomas Party hasn't lost a Premier. He, he has not. He has. He's got a hundred percent Premier League record this year. Party in I think eight eight or nine games for Arsenal. Hundred percent Premier League record this year. Wow. He didn't play in that one loss, which obviously do it was a, it was a big loss. So I I genuinely do think they are title contenders. I think City will win it quite comfortably in the end, but I think they are my favourites for second now. I thought on Sunday. And John what Craig, I just think yeah, I was watching that Arsenal team and I don't really agree with this. And one 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 little annoyance. Jesus was coming so deep for everything, Craig. It was and I just wanted to go down there and to just play off their two centre halves. They're not they're not the best in the Premier League. You could you could be scoring a hat trick today. But anyway, um, I saw that game and thought someone like a James Madison in there next to Odegaard could be sensational, Craig. Yeah. I know they are looking they are looking at improving that final third. And I think Arsenal, if it, if it stays like this, I think they might do something big in January, Craig. If if, if they're top come the break, I think they might go for it. I think you're right. And I think someone like Madison would be I next to Odegaard it'd be City it'd be City-like wouldn't it you yeah, got it like a, 
and yeah. like party or a Zaka holding, yeah. But it's just, and, and it's not saying Zaka isn't because I don't get mad, I don't think he's not a guy, I don't think he's a party, I don't think he's a Madison, but it's having that that squad depth like Tottenham are getting now, it's that depth of squad where where where, where Zaka, if if party and Zaka are available rather than somebody Albert Sambi Lakonga coming in, it would be a Madison. It's having that extra quality, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it makes a big difference. It is. And I, look, I think I think Madison will leave Leicester in January. I think Newcastle looks a likely destination, but Arsenal would be would be a sensational move. Let's be honest. Yeah, imagine Arteta with him. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's definitely what came out. And in terms, obviously, I was getting a lot of stick Craig off for Leeds fans in terms of uh, the thought I was being biased as a Middlesbrough fan. You know, I'm. I want Leeds in the Premier League as a reporter based in the North East, Craig. Yeah, of course. It's good for me to have Leeds in there. Yeah, and I was of impressed by it. But I'll tell you what my big annoyance at the weekend was. And I like Jesse Marsh. I do, Craig. And I thought he set him up quite well. I like Adams and Rocker in there. Um, I think they're quite good. But it was the three behind Rodrigo. And I'm, I must be a jinx to Rodrigo, Craig, because whenever I see him play, he has absolute stinkers. He really. Does. I know he's had a good start saying. Did you see the ball he put for the crossfield ball? The error he made for the goal. No. Oh, rewatch it, Craig. He gets the ball just near the halfway line, and he uh, attempts a big uh, crossfield switch, which he does do straight to Bakayo Saka, who does a one-two with the other guard and the score, and then he gets taken off at half time. But the three behind Rodrigo, Craig. He had um, Harrison, Siniestra, and Aronson. You think, yeah, cool, that's cool. But he had Aronson on the right. Ha- uh, sorry, sorry, uh, Aronson on the right, yeah. Harrison is the cam, and Siniestra on the left. I thought, what? Like, I just couldn't understand it, Craig. And uh, Harrison was completely anonymous in the game. But I didn't put it down to it. Jack Harrison is not a, um, is not a number 10, Craig. He, he, he isn't. No. And, and and he could have played against Ben White for the whole game. Siniestra, don't get me wrong, as you pointed out, Craig, your favourite player, he, he was great on the left, but he yeah. would have been even better for me on the right. On the right-hand side, Craig, where he could have played against Tommy Yasu out of position. That's the that's the issue, Greg. Listen, Le- Leeds <coughs> haven't solved and, their and, goals. And, Aronson, and Aronson looked, looked yeah, he's, he's lovely and tidy, but he was anonymous on the right. And he, he's another one that's going to the World Cup, isn't he? <laughs> Three that the, the you've got, well you've got um yeah Tyler Adams is going yeah. there as well um for Leeds as well um but yeah but but yeah the goal but then Bamford came on Craig and was a huge threat took mm-hmm. Rodrigo off but those three behind I think they just missed the trick and I we saw this we used to see McLaren used to do it now and then didn't he and Gareth Southgate used to always do it these square from McLaren Middlesbrough these square pegs in round holes constantly sometimes it works for yeah we've seen it Ben White is doing well at right back but you know it's not his long term thing but when it was those three it just frustrated me as a as watching I thought Lee John, if you had Harrison dragging him on the left if you had Siniestra on the right and which would have freed up room for Aronson in the middle I just thought it was an opportunity to miss Craig yeah I don't, I, I, I don't I don't disagree I think the lack the lack of goals for Leeds is concerning um because in that game, this is the game. So in this game, Craig, which Leeds fans were telling me they dominated and should have beaten Arsenal, okay? These were the stats, which I know you like, Craig. Uh, 44% possession for the yeah. home team in a match they do- they so-called dominated and four shots on target. If, and I said, Leeds fans, if you think you dominated that game, you are in big trouble this season. Big trouble. Yeah, I mean... I, I, I'm starting to look, I'm starting to broaden my horizons and I will look at numbers as well, Graham. So 
I, I, I look at things I, I'm looking at and, and, and changing a little bit is I look at possession. I look at possession in the opposition half, mm-hmm. um, completed passes, completed passes in the opposition half, um, shots, shots on target and XG. Now, if you're stacked in all of those areas, then you can suggest and be reasonably secure with your suggestion that you've dominated the player. If you haven't, then it's unlikely that you have. Yeah, and it's about because I and I did go back and look at the stats and and see it, but you know, and and don't get me wrong, Arsenal dominating as the away time can happen, Craig. But this wasn't a this wasn't a glittering Arsenal performance no. because they, you know what, they beat in Norway, they were quite tired, but you know they still they had that they you could see they had those extra gears, Craig. You know you could see it in them they had those extra gears ready to go. But yeah. in terms of those questions, so you agree. With the piece I wrote, you agree that Arsenal now we do see them as genuine yes. contenders, and I don't want to see them as this, but Leeds are genuine relegation candidates, genuine. Yes, and and I did write as well, Craig. If nothing else, because you've got Fulham and Bournemouth sat in the top ten. Yeah, which I, 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 I don't think I, I I think Bournemouth will go down. Yeah, right. but can, can we just? T- I just want to touch on before we get to our previews, Craig. Yeah, uh, Gary O'Neill. Um, Again, uh, that job hasn't been uh, given to him yet. No. But, um, another another really good performance though, from Bournemouth last week, uh, Craig, and they got a good, mean, um... he's unbeaten, isn't he, Graham? He is, yeah. And 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 I tell you what, Craig, I thought, um, do you know what? And this is one where VAR need, needs pro player, ex pro players in there because in at the first look of that penalty, did you see the penalty on Mitrovic? Yeah. yeah. I thought, yeah, that probably is a penalty. But then when you listen to Gary O'Neill afterwards saying, how can he be pulling him and then fall on him? And Joe, you know what? As soon as Gary O'Neill said that, I don't know whether you agree, Craig. I thought, Joe, you know what? You're right. That that it, it defies a lot. It defies physics. If if he is pulling Mitrovic, then why is he falling on him? And it, to put, it's great play by Mitrovic, Craig. He, he's he, he knows what he's doing in that position, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Listen, he's he's a, he's a proper forward. Yeah, and do, and on the do you think, it's getting to that point though now, Craig. Where how can he not get the job? Yes, and they, they've they've not they've not been defeated, Graham. So and oh. so what, Craig? As well, though, I was surprisingly uh, they're playing really well, aren't they? As well, though? they are playing. They're not fluking these results. They're playing really well. They are playing well. Um. So it's and and again, that's a worry for Leeds. So well, uh, it makes it really interesting for this relegation battle, doesn't it, Craig? Because you look at those down the bottom and stuff and. You know, Leeds are looking, for my point as well, Craig, Leeds are looking over their shoulder. And it's not Bournemouth and Fulham. It's Villa, Wolverhampton, Southampton, Forest and Leicester. And I can only say hand on heart, I think they'll finish above Forest. I can't say it for any of the other teams. No, I agree with you. So, and interesting, but it's going to be a cracking end. So let's crack on with these. We know, we know Craig's got to go and buy his sun cream in duty free, get, <laughs> get, get his... Get his Union Jack uh, t-shirt on his his vest, like um, uh, what was it called? What was it? Some of us do have them. What was that called? Um, Alf Garnet. Yeah, like the Alf Garnet. Little, little. I can imagine with your bald head, Craig. You got your little uh, handkerchief on your hat, haven't you? When you go, Graham. Listen, thankfully, you know, unlike you, I won't need the same amount of sun cream to cover my body as you do. Obviously, you've got a a, a larger girth than I have, um, so I I won't have that struggle, um. But I'm not. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to actually wear a UFC branded T-shirt. I've got some meetings out there, Graham, uh, with with some people around the UFC, which will be really interesting. Uh, it's a it's a brand 
um, and, and a business that is just hugely successful um, and growing, continue to grow around the world. It's something I'm really looking forward to. Uh, and I think the T-shirt I'll be wearing, you look out for me on TV, will be my Khabib T-shirt. So uh, I won't be watching it. It's, it's something I've never... It's, I don't mind it, Craig. It's something I've never got into, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately. I've got so many other sports that I watch. I don't I don't dislike it. If it was on, I would watch it. It's just the one I've never really got into. Yeah, it, but, it, um, Greg, listen, you, you, your kids will probably be into it in 10 years' time. That's, that, that's how it's growing. Yeah, it, it, do I, it's probably a bit because I don't have BT in my house, Greg, so yeah. I don't particularly watch it. Although, um, yeah, that may change. And yeah, it, hey. A lot of um, but some on a weekend or something. But in but um, yeah, I'm sure you will enjoy it. So, but I will look out for the um, for the Union Jack T-shirt, which I think you will come on. Uh, right. So let's crack on, Craig. We've yep. got a full weekend of Premier League. Let's do this quickly because obviously you'll be flying. Where are you flying yep. from, Craig? Manchester. Yeah, listen, thankfully, no, thankfully, Graham, I'm flying from Newcastle. So it's the oh, overnight nice. flight. It's fantastic. So you you leave at nine p.m. and you land at seven a.m. in uh, in the other side of the world, which is nice. Um, good news for your mates. I don't have to uh, talk to you on the flight. Correct. Um, so, uh, 12.30 Saturday. Let's get into this. Great. Talking of BT Sport, they have the first game. Nottingham Forest versus Liverpool. Uh, Forest doing nothing for me at the minute, Craig. No. I think they are. Um, they can start planning for um, planning for the championship. But, but Craig, we were talking, I think it was off air when we spoke last week. Um, you think Forest might be quite busy in January? I do. Which will be fa- which will be I fascinating. Do. It'll keep us it'll keep us busy. Um, that'll be fascinating. But anyway, at the city ground, um, going, I you have to go with Liverpool, don't you? I'm, I'm I was tempted to go with a draw, but I'm going to go two one Liverpool. I'm going three nil comfortable win for Liverpool. Grim, there there is no way that Nottingham Forest can defend three on three. Against Liverpool, if they do, Mo Salah will absolutely rip them to shreds. Um, Firmino, uh, it'll be interesting to see who else plays. Graham, um, obviously, like you said, the the news that yeah, there's the left hand side, isn't it? Jota yeah, Jota um, and Diaz both out. So, you know what, Craig? And I'd, 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 I'd be surprised if, if the young sixteen year old uh, is it Doak who was signed from Celtic might be involved. But I'd love to see Fabio Cavallo play there, like he did, I th- for, I think, like I he think... did for Fulham, Craig. Yeah, I think they'll play Cavallo. Um I know Liverpool love it. The like Liverpool fans have seen him century and stuff, but I know they wouldn't have seen a lot of him playing in that wide position, but he's can be devastating, can't he? Yeah, we, 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 we love him. Uh, the, the, the one player that's impressed me hugely and, and I think he'll make England's forty as well, Graham, is Harvey Elliott. Um I, I think he's been one of Liverpool's, mm. if not Liverpool's, bright spark so far this season. Yeah, Kurt Jones fit again, so to see him. But yeah, um, I'm not sure we'll get in the 40 just because of other other reasons, Craig. But yeah, I totally agree with the Liverpool win. On to three o'clock, we've got Everton Palace. Wow, interesting one, this one, Craig. Yeah. Um, Palace. Um, and a player we'll, I bet we'll talk about actually coming up in January, Craig. And you forget he's out of contract is Wilfried Zahar. Yeah. I think, I think he needs to step up and I think we might see him stepping up in January and stuff. Um, Everton very good in defence, though, aren't they? They really are. Yes, they are. Massively improved. Um, nil nil. Ooh. Graham, who, who, who do you think's got the best defensive record in the Premier League? Um, I don't mind. Top yet. Oh, I, do, I do know because I did see, I did read an article about this. It is uh, Newcastle, isn't it? It, it is. It is. Um, 
Fair play to them. I think that... Not a surprise um, to me. I know how good Dan Byrne is, so not a surprise to me, Craig. Yeah, listen, the, the frustrating thing for me is I, I I transferred Kieran Trippier and Nick Pope out of my dream team after oh, the two. Oh, right. so that just says everything. That just says all about... I told you. I told Newcastle was good. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have done that. Um... Yeah, I can't. I can't see Everton conceding here, but I can see them scoring one nil to Everton. Uh, and I said, the Palace are steady. Palace will be in no trouble this season. They they don't score enough goals for me. Um, but I, I, I do I, wonder. I think they might make a. I think they might look for a striker in 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 January, Craig. Yeah, I, th- I think so. So I think I think they will. If they if they can get an elite striker, a, a 15, 20 goal a season striker. Changes the dynamic of their team because defensively they're solid and you know they've got they've got Eze and they've got Zaha who are wonderful Mavericks to watch. I, I think they're more likely to go. I think they might try and delve and find another gem in the Championship, Craig. So keep an eye on Antoine Semenyo. I think they might have a little look at him. I listen, they should go and sign Ben Brereton Diaz, Graham. It's a it's a market they like, isn't it? The championship. No team, not many teams in the Championship. No, no, not many teams in the Premier League. No, the Championship better than Palace. Their scouts yeah. are very good. On to the other game, Man City. Man City kicking off at three o'clock here, Graham. Yeah. Not on TV, which is good for the fans. So a nice three yeah. o'clock game. Um, second versus seventh. Brighton's still going well. But yeah, um, 2-0 City. Yeah, I think I think City will absolutely go for blood in this game. I, I genuinely do. Um, obviously, the, the, that, that, that's a disappointing result against Liverpool. They, they draw in Europe against Copenhagen. I think they'll go absolutely for blood here. Manchester City, 6, Brighton, nil. Wow, interesting one. Uh, five thirty Saturday, Chelsea entertaining Manchester United at Stamford Bridge on Sky Live on Sky. This one, uh, interesting clash. I think Graham Potter's got Chelsea playing quite well. Um, yeah, actually, yes. Craig, I think he really yeah, well. Yeah, looking at a decent team. I'm, I'm not. I'm still not. I'm still not impressed by United at the minute, Craig. Um, I no, think they're, they're grinding stuff out. It's. <laughs> It's 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 not dissimilar to what we saw in the Ragnar, if I'm being honest. But I, you know, Ten Hag's got a lot of work to do there. So, um, I'll give him a benefit of doubt for now. I'm not going to give him benefit of doubt in this game, and I'm going to say three-one Chelsea. Yeah, I think Chelsea will win this two-nil, Graham. Um, I've I've not I've not been hugely impressed with United. Um, just like just like you haven't for the same reasons you haven't. Um, I think we're going through the motions. Um, I don't know what I just don't know what he's I don't know what the message is at the minute, Craig. Listen, he's going to, to play his style of football, Graham. Mm. Right, let's let's call it out. To play his style of football, he needs to change the goalkeeper because the goalkeeper can't play out. Right, so that's that's the first big issue. He's then got the Maguire issue. How does he move Maguire on? Because Maguire needs to move on if he's not going to play. Mm. Um, that, that, and as you said, that's the thing with De Gea. He's due. He is due. He's out of contract, out of contract. In, in the summer. They do have an option. Yeah. Obviously, he's very well paid. Oh, they've got they've got three options, Craig. Um, they either let him go. Yep. They either take the option or they give him a new contract. Yeah. Now. And I think they are caught in a bit of a bind here. It's all, it's all, and as we've seen with some of these big clubs and goalkeepers, Craig, and we know Tottenham, we know they're going to be looking for a goalkeeper next summer. Um, Chelsea have actually brought Kepper in. Um, Graham, yep. Potter, Graham Potter saying our old friend Ben Roberts is doing wonders with Kepper, actually, Craig. So, yep. um, but sometimes finding these goalkeepers easier said than done. Now they have got a world class goalkeeper, yeah, but the problem is, Craig, as you say, he doesn't quite fit in that system nope. that he plays so nope. yeah it's going to be fascinating to see what they decide under here I think you're right there it's a, it's a real quandary they're in isn't it do you release a world class goalkeeper because 
of his footwork. It's it's an interesting one. They cannot play the way he wants to play with that goalkeeper. Right? Do you, he, but, but that's a question. Do you think he can create? Do you think he can play in the way he wants to? No. In the Premier League, in, no. in, in 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 totality, do you think he can play his methods like that? I think yes, because Pep Guardiola's played. Uh, yep. You know, mm-hmm. and and let's let's call it right, Graham. What was the biggest decision that Pep Guardiola made when he came into Manchester City? It was to bomb Joe Hart. Joe Hart was the current England number one and the darling of the media. And Pep Guardiola just insisted straight away he can't play with his feet, so he can't play for me. He's 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 not in the team anymore. And, they, and and this was at a time when Manchester City were naming their training ground after him or a pitch on their training ground after him or, or something. Mm-hmm. Remember that when they, they named it the Joe Hart pitch or, or whatever. So I and we think he went, yeah, he went in and made that. And that's that's the thing with the difference there between Pep and, and it's a good point you make, Craig, where Pep, um, you know, for whatever yeah, reason, he didn't he didn't like a, X, Y, and Z. And one of those Z, one of those letters was Hart. Yeah. But you got to make that you can't you can't um and air about it, Craig. No, it isn't. I, 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 I agree. But can you go and sign a world class goalkeeper that's good with his feet? Uh, we know that we know they've been linked with Oblak. We know they've been linked with uh, David Rea, which would be a sensational move, really. Uh, if David Rea replaced David De Gea, um, I think Oblak. I would watch the Oblak De Gea. I think the chance of them moving in the opposite directions could be quite big. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, that wouldn't surprise me at all. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Ch- Chelsea win this two 0 against uh, a Man United team that is going to take time to to adjust to the the Ten Hag. But they've got to stick with this project, Graham. They've got to stick with it for two seasons, four transfer windows. Let him let him bring his players in, and then judge him at that point. I think my little gamble, my little bet with I my think you're right. I think you're right. Newcastle, Newcastle being the top United might be quite good. I think I agree with you. Um, so uh, on to Sunday, we've got a few games again this week. Five yep. games in total. Uh, Villa Brentford first, Craig. Um, huge game. We don't know what's going on with Steven Gerrard at the moment. Um, but so huge game. We're presuming Gerrard still being charged here. Um, ooh, one one all. Yeah, I think I think Villa will win this game one nil. Uh, Brentford don't travel well. Villa need the points. Won't be a classic. Like no Villa game this season has been, um, one nil to a very dull, uninspiring Aston Villa team. Leeds versus Fulham, huge game. This one, Craig, yep. it really is massive. I depends which Fulham have been a bit up and down at times this season. Craig, yep. I, think Will, I think Harry Wilson's coming back into it now, which is only going to help them against a Leeds team where you know Cooper and Koch at centre half. Can they cope with Mitrovic? No, they can't. Um, I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to say one all. I'm going to give Leeds benefit of a doubt, but I have an inkling for Fulham here. But I'm going to say one all. Yeah, I, I was leaning towards Fulham. Um, Leeds' lack of goals worries me, Graham. Um, I was going to say I, two all, but because of Leeds' lack of goals and Fulham's goals on the road, one all draw. Uh, Southampton versus Arsenal uh, attack yeah. contenders again another manager on the hot seat in Hassan Huttle um, we've already given our opinions on that Craig we presume again that he'll still be here for this one Arsenal South. Arsenal, it's not a good matchup for Southampton this Craig I think no, they, they try and they'll try and and I think it's what happens they try and match him if you try and match him that's what Arsenal want and they're going to beat you and they're going to beat them 2-0 here 3-0 Arsenal, comfortable, 
Odegaard-inspired win. The, the, the other player that's really impressed me, and we, we've said this on the pod, Graham, is, is Martinelli, and uh, Juninho's little protégé. We, we've called him out before. He's... He had a great, Thomas Craig, on Sunday, he had a great first half. He ran at Christensen. All day I thought I thought he's going to be sick of the sight of this lad. But then second half, it didn't it didn't really happen second half. Right. Which is strange. But first half, he dominated him. Absolutely ran at him at every chance. Yeah. But that, but I think that showed that he did. The discipline angle came out where I, that's what I like. I tell you, he's getting that from Pepe's knee. They're very they can, well coached. They can, yeah, be disi- they, they can be disciplined when they need to be. Graham, we you know, we've got to give huge credit to Mikel Arteta, and we 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 said on a pod around the year ago had had Arsenal improved, and we went through certain cries here and said no, they haven't. Well, this season they're making us look like idiots because massive, massive improvement. They're incredibly well coached. The documentary Recru- that... recruitment, though, Craig, as well. Recruitment if, 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 if you give Arteta the proper pieces, yeah, you know, not not and not the Nuno Tavares in the Congo, nobody can make them into top four players, Craig. No. But if you're giving him the the Hazels, the Sinchenko, and the Salibas, yeah, he he'll give you a he'll give you a title contending team. Graham, a, 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 a friend of mine cracked a joke, and it was it was actually quite funny what he what he said. He said that Pep Guardiola was so bored, right? That he took Arteta in, uh, trained him up, and then sent him to Arsenal, uh, and then said to him, "You can take uh, Zinchenko and uh, Gabriel Jesus as well uh, to make it competitive." I did laugh when he when he said that to me. Well, obviously, and Pep's going to be a conversation we have um, coming up in next year, Craig. He's yeah. out of contract yeah. again. I, I, from obviously, I think I don't think they're as worried as what they were last time because I think this, this, this. Arsenal Liverpool thing and, and the Haaland situation is he, he, anything but bored, is he? He's anything but bored at the yeah. minute, Pep. So we'll see how he turns out. But uh, to, um, the two o'clock game is Midlands Derby, another big, some big games Massive this weekend, game. Craig. Like, well, they're not going to get the publicity, but huge games. Wolves versus Leicester. We still don't know who um, is getting his Wolves job and Leicester, Brendan Rodgers. There's a lot of managers, there's a lot of hot seats around in the Premier League at the minute, yeah. Craig. Um, and Brendan's on one of them. Um, Pedro Neto, I didn't realize Pedro Neto was out, Craig, but um, that is a blow for, for massive Wolves. blow. Um, I keep giving Leicester Beffitt out of doubt and let me down. I'm gonna say, not Leicester weren't great. Uh, nil nil, Craig, again, nil nil this one, yeah, I think so too. Uh, Wolves nil, uh, Leicester nil. Yeah, both fighting to lose this game, I think. Uh, Tottenham, Newcastle, nice way to finish Sunday, fall 30. Again, interesting one, this one, Craig. Newcastle don't let m- many in, but they are playing against a very good Tottenham team. I think there'll be goals here. Um, Bruno is playing so well, though. Um, you know, he's playing. Do you know what? I, I, I don't say it's locked, Craig. I think some of this... There is a southern centricness to some of the press in this country where I see some list of top ten midfielders and as such and, and Heuberg. I don't mind him as a player guy and he's decent. But when I see Heuberg above Bruno and stuff like that, I think come like you're talking one world class player and one good player. I think Newcastle will get something here, Craig. One all. Yeah, Newcastle are not conceding a lot. Um I think the difference will be the Harry Kane factor. I think Newcastle's forward, sorry, Tottenham's forward Isaac, Alexander Isaac ruled out till next yeah, year, yes. Craig. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think Tottenham's forward plays are better than Newcastle's. And because of that, I'm going to say 2-0 to Newcastle. 
If you change excuse, Manu, me, excuse um, me, excuse me, two nil to Tottenham Hotspur. Do, do you think uh, Callum, if Callum Wilson stays fit now, Craig, do you think he's going to Qatar? I said he was. Do you have you changed your mind on that yet? Um, I think he makes the forty. I don't think he makes the squad. Okay, it's going to be fast. Now that that striker Wilson Abraham Tony, that's going to be a fast, that could be the it, real. It, I think I think that's probably one position where Southgate probably hasn't made his mind up yet, Craig. Yeah, me too. I agree with you. Uh, Monday 24, finishing the Premier League is West Ham versus Bournemouth. Um, obviously, we talked about Gary O'Neill, but you know, he's doing an absolutely wonderful job. Yeah. Um, at the moment, West Ham, uh, who are playing with Skamaka, started to play now, hasn't he? And Paqueta, they're starting to really get a tune out of these guys now, David Moyes. Um, Monday night, you have to think West Ham, don't you? Surely, surely, West Ham 2 1, Craig. Yeah, I think this will bring Gary O'Neill's unbeaten run to an end, Graham. I think West Ham will have too much for them. 2-0 to West Ham United. If he doesn't, he should have to get a job if he doesn't on that one, Craig. Yeah. Um, yeah. On to the Championship, Craig. Um, on to Saturday, the 22nd. Uh, Blackpool. Oh, big derby this one, Craig. Yeah. This is a big one. They hate each other. I remember Tony Ellis back in the day. I think he played for he played for both. Sorry if you're Preston fans, if you didn't. I thought he played for both. Mm. Yeah, they do hate each other, these two. Big Big, not far away as well. Big derby this one. Blackpool, Preston. Preston playing well, Craig. They really are um, doing better than I thought they would. Um, it, if, if you said to me one of these teams would be in eighth and one in 19th, I'd have had it the other way around, Craig. I must admit, I thought Blackpool would have been up there. Um, goals goals will be hard to come by. 2-1 Blackpool. Yeah, I'm going to say Blackpool 1-0. Uh, on to Blackburn versus Birmingham. Blackburn, who went top of the table in midweek, Craig, really doing well. They had the win over Middlesbrough the week the weekend. I attended that game um, with my son uh, and the local t- and our local Tibbs team uh, for the flag waving. That yeah. was very, wow. very much the highlight of the day. That, that was very much the highlight of the day, Craig. Yeah. It was a horrendous performance by Middlesbrough, who are set to confirm Michael Carrick, Craig. Um, and we'll actually we'll touch on Mills when we get to Mills versus yeah. Mills a bit now. So Blackburn, Birmingham, Craig. Um it has to be Blackburn, surely. Two one because Birmingham out of pushover. Birmingham, whoever I think Birmingham, to be fair, Craig, I think you can sum up there having a good season. It's by what we thought anyway. Yeah. They've got a plus goal, they've got a plus goal, goal difference, difference in mid October. So that's pretty damn good. Yeah. They're actually there's only one goal difference between Blackburn and Birmingham at the moment, Craig. But I'm gonna say Blackburn two one. Yeah, I, I went to the, the Sunderland game, the Blackburn-Sunderland game. There, there was nothing in it. Um, Sunderland should have had a penalty, wasn't given, uh, went down the other end. And as Sod's law, Graham, um, Blackburn scored an absolute wonder, wonderful goal, wonder goal, wonder strike by Ben Brereton Diaz. The difference between the two teams was uh, Blackburn had Ben Brereton Diaz and Sam Gallagher, and Sunderland had no strikers. Um, they've got yeah, no Sam, strikers. I thought, Sam, I thought Sam Gallagher, yeah, he, he impressed me at the weekend. Sam Gallagher, was, listen, yeah, Sam, Gall- Sam Gallagher and Ben Brereton Diaz are the best two, best partnership in, in the league, no doubt about it. Both ironically signed by Tony Mowbray at, uh, at Blackburn. How bonkers the championship is this season, right? So Blackburn went top, right? Coventry are bottom, and Blackburn have lost two more games than Coventry have this season. Yeah, the championship is that, you know, you have to, it's 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 a it's a grind. Coventry have lost five games. But, but, but listen to this. Coventry, at bottom of the league, have lost five games. Just five games. Blackburn are top and have lost seven. Mm. Yeah, but Blackburn 2-0 win. 
on to uh, takes us on to the aforementioned Middlesbrough Craig. Uh, it looks like uh, Michael Carrick. Um, he turned. He wasn't keen, but then he's come back and talked, and he's going to take the job, Craig. This will be his first full-time managerial position, Craig, in football. It's a route that Middlesbrough have gone down plenty of times before, having um, taken people from previous jobs at Manchester United. So we've had uh, Brian Robson, Steve McLaren. Um, obviously, Brian Robson, it's not the first time we've taken a, a Manchester United legend, former midfielder, who's also a Geordie. And if you can get anywhere near Brian Robson, we'll be quite happy, Craig. But this is a, yeah. it's a big... This is... Um, McLaren and Robson weren't taking over in any any circumstances similar to this, Craig. They took over on a they were both took over on a high on a glitzy announcement in the summer, plenty of time to sign players, etc. Michael Carrick isn't getting that. He's no. taking over with Middlesbrough currently in the bottom three, Craig. The one the one he is taking over a, a, a squad with some talent. There's no doubt in that, Craig. Yes, it no. needs it needs work, but they, they shouldn't be they shouldn't be in the bottom three. Um can, can we? What do you make of character? Do you like it? Is it impossible to make a, a real judgment on it, given it, his lack of experience? It's completely impossible to make a judgment. I, I just think the fans need to back him, support him. Mm -hmm. Um, the club importantly need to support him. He needs resources. Uh, you know, and I know Middlesbrough's biggest issues have got no creativity in midfield. The midfield players are all very similar. Yet uh, Martin Piero, the midfield player brought in to be creative, is going to win the league in Argentina on loan from Middlesbrough. Ironically. Um, yeah, let's let's see how that one goes. This 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 game at the weekend um, is. So a great, I think you're right about the midfield. I think, and I and I say it's not joking, Craig. I think if Michael Carrick at 41 put his boots on he, and and took part in training, he would probably be one, he'd be one of the best three midfielders in that club. <laughs> he'd be the best, and that that's that's the biggest problem. Um, Middlesbrough to beat Huddersfield two one just. <laughs> Right, okay, Craig. Yeah, we we still had com so it's third bottom versus second bottom. We haven't had confirmation, but Carrick will be there, no matter what, he'll be there in some way. Um, we imagine at the weekend. Um yeah, um Yorkshire Derby, I hope Middlesbrough say I think they'll probably will grind out a one nil. Um, but we'll see. Um some interesting times ahead there. Uh Millwall taking on West Brom, Craig. Uh West Brom without a uh, manager as well at the moment. Um a lot of um Upheaval in this league. West Brom in twentieth. Uh, we had a good win earlier last week. Um, Millwall, who were just treading water a bit, Craig, aren't they? So surprisingly, yeah. um, one all, one nil. Millwall. Uh, KPR versus Wigan. KPR. Michael Beale, one of those who's been linked to the Wolves. That's job, just crazy. That's yeah, just I was, was going to say. Do you think that's uh, if but. If if he was offered that job, do you think he'd take it? And and you know how can it's it's just strange, isn't it? It's a strange one now. Yeah, not that he's not tired because we love him as a person, but it's a yeah. bit early. Wolves are deep in a relegation battle. They cannot afford to appoint someone with zero Premier League experience or zero experience <laughs> of dealing with a relegation battle. So no. Um this game QPR will get back onto to winning ways, two nil QPR. Yeah. Um, totally agree. I think uh, three nil, three one actually, three one. Uh, Reading versus Bristol City, Craig. Interesting one. Bristol City still up and down. Um, Antoine Semenyo is doing well, but off the bench. Reading not easy to play against. I'm going to say I'm going to go a bit of a shock here, Craig. Two one Bristol City. I think it'll be loads of goals in this game. Two two draw. Reading two Bristol City two. Uh, Reading need to improve the form. They, they kind of hit the form that we expected them to hit 
Um, rather than being top, they've lost three in a row. Two two. And Rosman Hull, Craig, Hull, Hull still without manager? Yes. yes they wow. It's, it's very much the fashion at the moment to take as long as you can to appoint a manager, especially in terms of West Brom, Hull and Middlesbrough combined, probably taking over months to pick new managers. Against yeah. um, Rotherham, another Yorkshire Derby here. Rotherham had to beat. Hull not looking good. 2-0 Rotherham. 2-0 Rotherham, Graham. And, and, and listen, Hull, the Hull ownership and, 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 and kind of their... I said this to you in the summer, Graham, didn't I? About yeah. they're, they're going to go one way or the other. What what they did in terms of clearing out their dressing room um, has caused them a lot of the issues they've got now, because they had characters and leaders like Richie Smallwood and 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 George Honeyman in there. Now they aren't the flamboyant names that some fans want to see when they look at Esther Puna, etc., and all these glamorous foreign signings. But when the chips are down in the dressing room um, and you're not getting results. It's where you need Richie Small. It's where you need George Honeyman. No, no doubt about it. Um, I fear for Hull. I, I, I really do. If, if they get this managerial appointment wrong, they could go down because they don't have a squad, in my opinion, that is up for a relegation fight. No, I totally agree, Craig. I think um, Hull. Um, I'm going to say whoever gets the whole job next will not be in charge by the end of the season. I'm going to say that. Yeah, as well. Um, um, on to Sheffield United versus Norwich City. Both teams a bit of a dip at the moment, Craig. Both teams will be in the playoffs for me at the end of the season. Sheffield United just not trustworthy at Bramalane at the moment. I don't know what's going on with them at the minute, Craig. Um, but I think the better opponents will see Sheffield United step up here, Craig. And I think they're going to beat Norwich 2 1. Yeah, Norwich. Sheffield United without Sander Berge are a different proposition. He, he's arguably the best player in the league, Graham. Um, mm-hmm. It went on form. I, I don't think there's anyone better than him. Um, Norwich. You can't rely on Norwich either, Graham. So because of no. that, because of that, I would say it's going to be a one-all draw um, with both. And that does, does neither of them any, any favours either. One-all draw, a bit of pressure mounting on both clubs. Yeah, I don't think there'll be many people in there uh, betting, uh, betting slips this week and putting either of those two in. Just as I said, it's a very tough one to call. Stoke City entertaining Stoke. Um, Stoke yeah. City entertaining Stoke? Stoke City entertaining Coventry City. Sorry, I didn't I not mention Coventry. <laughs> I saw it, but I didn't read it. Stoke entertaining Coventry City. Yeah. Big Midlands clash this one. Um, Interesting game. Good atmosphere. I think they'll might cancel each other out. Uh, I think Coventry will get something though. one all. Yeah, I think Covell gets something too. I fancy a, a, a one-all draw. They, they they do look solid. They're, they're not creating lots of chances. Um, but like I said to you, Graham, this game could see the return of both Gustavo Hamer and Callum O'Hare to the starting lineup. So if Comfy start with Hamer, O'Hare and Guy Carers, they'll win this game 1-0. Uh, if not, it'll be a one-all draw. On to Sunderland versus Burnley. Big one here. Burnley yeah. take a big crowd across. Uh, but I think Burnley are showing themselves as the best team in this division, Craig. I think yeah. when if Sander Berge is number one midfielder, I think Josh Brownhill's number two. And Burnley start to show their power now with their squad, etc. And I think with Sunderland's striking issues, I think Burnley will win this one 2-0. Yeah, I can't see Sunderland winning, if I'm honest, um, simply because they haven't got the firepower but I can see them taking a point, a one-all draw with uh, a huge crowd at the stadium alike. 
uh, on to Sunday. We have the big Welsh derby, Craig. Wonderful game, this one. Yeah, really is. Uh, Swansea, Cardiff. I think Swansea... It's, 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 an, it's an intriguing game, this one. I think Swansea, obviously, will try and outplay Cardiff. <sighs> I could. It's either a huge Swansea win, Craig, yeah. for me, or Cardiff sneaking a one nil. Yeah, I'm gonna go three nil Swansea, but uh, it's one of those games you'd like to see the first five minutes before you decide, wouldn't you? But I'm gonna yeah. say Swansea, I'm gonna say Swansea three nil. Yeah, I think Swansea will dominate the ball. Cardiff will play a long percentage football, two all draw, probably be a sending off and some controversial incident. Swansea two, Cardiff two. And also kicking off at twelve, not on TV, but another derby game. Well, these two, these two don't like each other, no. Craig. This is a huge game. Luton really starting to do it now. Watford, as well. This is a good game. This one, Craig. One all. I think Luton might get something. Much to the delight of the travelling hatters. Yeah. Um, three one to Watford. Graham, I think their individual brilliance will shine through. Oh, your dislike for for Luton coming back to Spain. No, it's uh, not. Uh, on to League One, and we have a Friday game, Ipswich hosting Derby County. saw some great cup ties, Craig, handed out in midweek. Um, interesting to see the TV pick, actually, in them. So some beauties. The one game I'll predict will be on the BBC. Hereford entertaining Portsmouth, Craig. I think that'll be an absolute cracker. Hereford, with their Newcastle winner, always going to be on TV, I think. Yeah. But yeah, some good yeah. games come up there. Um, shout South Shields as well. Kevin Phillips um, with his um, South Shields team entertaining Forest Green. Yep. Oh. I did look at the top of that. I didn't realise how how um, average a season South Shields had had so far. Um, 10th place at the moment. I'm sure they'll be looking for better than that. But we'll we'll touch on that when it's League One weekend, which is in two weeks' time. So we'll touch on that then. Uh, Ipswich hosting Derby, I said, Craig. Um, Ipswich 3 1. Yeah, 3 0 Ipswich, Graham. I think they'll have far too much for them. Um, listen, there's, there's, there's a lot of teams watching um, Christian Walton, Graham, the, the Ipswich Town goalkeeper. Um, interesting, I, I, interesting character, isn't he, Craig? He's always yeah. been, he's always had the talent, hasn't he? And everyone, yeah. he's, but he, I don't think probably more Premier League teams have watched the goalkeeper than him over his career. He's always no, been, he's, he's always everyone, been highly thought of, hasn't he? Yeah, ma- massively. Former England youth goalie, England under twenty one. I think he's come of age. He's 25, 26 now. Does he qualify um, for Wales, Craig? Did I say that? He... I don't know who he qualifies for. I don't know. I know. I know he's played all his all his football for England. Um, I don't know if he qualifies for Wales or not. I don't think he'll be going anywhere, but he'll be one to certainly watch on uh, on Friday evening. Interesting. Um, so it takes us on to the Saturday schedule. There's a one o'clock kickoff. Uh, Lincoln, I don't know why. Lincoln hosting Sheffield. He might be part of the no floodlight experiment, I presume. Uh, but I don't know for sure. Lincoln hosting Sheffield Wednesday. Tough little trip for Chef Webb, but if they're to keep the press, if they're to keep on the tail on the on the tails of the top two, Craig. Um, I'm going to say one all. I don't fancy Sheffield to win this. No, I, said, I, I fancied Lincoln to get a result last week. I was switching. You laughed at me. I thought it'd be nil nil. It was one nil to Lincoln. Um, I, I think Lincoln to get a result here again. Uh, one nil to Lincoln. I think they're going to get plenty of clean sheets going forward. Oh, some shockers last week, Craig. I, you, I, I think I did um fourteen bet last week, and uh, I think I think I got one draw and three defeats. <laughs> 
And but they were always odds, all odds on favourites as well. I think the uh, bookies had a field there. The bookies had a field there last week. That is don't for sure. gamble. Don't that is for go. sure. Accrington versus Bolton is first up at three o'clock kickoffs. Hey Craig, uh, good luck with we'll this one. The, the is it still the Wham Stadium? Apologies if it isn't to everyone at Accrington. If it isn't that, um, full stadium here be a good atmosphere. Um, and Accrington dropped off a little bit. Ooh, I'm gonna say. I'm going to say one all draw here because I don't think Bolton are in the best of form, so one all. Yeah, I'll say one all draw too. Bristol Rovers and it's in Plymouth Argyle. Plymouth Argyle. Some fantastic ah, results for Bristol Rovers, Graham, in recent times, eh? Uh, they've, they've stepped it up, Craig. As, as they should, their squad was far too good. But I, obviously, I'm wishing um, our, our, our Middlesbrough striker, Josh Corbin, all the best down there. Um, Plymouth, and we, actually, Schumacher, I do want to mention him, Craig. He was. Um, he has been. It's the was it the West Brom job, Stephen Schumacher, yeah, which is no surprise to see him linked in no. our eyes. Is it great to see no. him linked? Um, really, really interesting. Yeah, uh, I said Bristol Rovers had good results against teams. Yeah, I was going to say it's teams who they should be, but given their early season form, it's never quite that easy, is it? Uh, but yeah, Joey Barton's Bristol Rovers won't lay a finger on Plymouth here. A big good crowd here as well. Quite a, not not a local dive, but it's close to Plymouth to get to it. Um, Plymouth three one. 2-1 Bristol Rovers. I think this is going to be a, a defeat, a setback for Plymouth uh, as Bristol Rovers uh, are hitting form in the right time. Right time, yeah, to keep to keep Joy in, in position. Burton versus Cheltenham. Interesting one this one, Craig. Burton getting the fight in a way. The fight in a way. It's a tough, tough assembly still, but they are fighting away against the Cheltenham team who are, um, again, yeah, it's a bit of a six-pointer. Yeah, one. it is. Um, That's a six-pointer. 2-1 Burton. One all draw, Graham. Cambridge, Port Vale. Cambridge keeping their heads above water only just, but yeah, uh, it, it's not an easy one. Port Vale, who are doing well. Um, again, um, about where they should be. I think we've got a draw coming here. No, Cambridge at home. Cambridge is strong at home. I'm going to say 2-1 Cambridge. Yeah, I'm saying 2-1 Cambridge too. Exeter, Fleetwood. Exeter, again, a bit a bit up and down, but you know, let's yeah. not forget their, their tag of the season was probably mid-table Craig before kicking on again so it's not an issue there Fleetwood doing Fleetwood doing really well in the Scott yeah, Mountain yeah. they could easily have been dragged out of trouble um, long trip for Fleetwood I'm going to say Exeter just for that long trip 2-1 yeah Exeter win this 2-0 Grim Forest Green um, I'm I'm not enjoying Forest Green this season Craig Pompey oh. left far too much from here 3-0 Pompey 3-0 Portsmouth uh, and they'll be smarting from that uh, 3-0 defeat to Charlton. They'll bounce back. 3-0 comfortable Portsmouth win. MK Dons, Wickham. Wickham starting to climb away Bristol Rovers from the bottom end where neither of them should have been, Craig. Um, oh. Against MK Dons. Oh, dear, 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 dear. Um, it's hard to say. I saw MK outplay Wickham twice last season. Um, can they do it this time? Probably not. But I'm going to give MK Don a bit of a benefit here, Craig. one all. I'm going to say one all as well, Graham. Yeah, won't, won't be a, an inspiring game. Markham, um, entertaining Barnsley. Markham, who are fighting for their lives, Craig. You know, but I said the one team down. They're the one team down there who aren't really conceding much. They're not really scoring as much as one. Um, they had a good draw recently, but Barnsley really coming good in the Mickey Duff. I think Markham might have enough to get a draw here, Craig. One all. Morecambe one, Barnsley three. I think Barnsley going to bop them, Graham. Absolutely bop them. Yeah, you think that every week though about Markham, don't yep. you? Uh, Oxford versus um, 
Peterborough, interesting one here, Greg Oxford, um, another manager on the hot seat, Carl Robinson. Um, he hasn't quite followed Gareth Ainsworth and Joey Barton insurging up the table of late. Uh, and Peterborough, talking of bopping, this will be a bopping, unlike the Markham game. 3 0 Peterborough. 4 1 Peterborough. Wow. Um, Big win, Greg. I, listen, I, I just think in, in Johnson Clark Harris, they have the best striker in the division. If they're, if they're supplying, he can score every week, Graham. I'm not exaggerating. If, the, if he gets a chance, he at this level, he is prolific and he can score two, three against Oxford. Uh, Shrewsbury Town Horse and Charlton. Shrewsbury really kicking on, Craig. Shrewsbury yep. only out of the playoffs and goal difference. And yep. you did call this one. You did like their signings in the summer. Charlton coming good again, but I think Shrewsbury, good game this one, Craig. But one all. Tempted by Shrewsbury. I'm going to say one all. Yeah. Uh... Two two nil Shrewsbury, um, Graham. The, the, the one player I really like is Tom Bayliss. I saw Tom come through at uh, at Coventry. A really athletic midfield player, uh, box to box, and a bit of an old school box to box one. Mate, in terms of he breaks lines, gets himself in there. He went to Preston for one and a half million quid. Didn't get any game time at Preston at all uh, in three years. Gone to Shrewsbury and reinvented himself. So good luck. He was only about twenty two. Tom now twenty one, twenty two. Mm. Um, so it's one to to keep an eye on uh, and probably get on, get on the score sheet at the weekend. Two 0 Shrewsbury. One like one by the time it might be looking to keep hold of in January, Craig. Listen, if he if he continues, if he continues to play like he's playing, Graham, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if someone comes and signs him. Really wouldn't. On to Saturday in League Two, Craig. Um, Carlisle entertaining Leighton Orient. This is a cracker, Craig. Yeah, cracker. Um, really, really good game. Carlisle really doing their stuff at the minute. Unbelievable what they're doing. Um, for you, obviously not for me, as I predicted them to be in the playoffs, Craig. At the start of the season, I think you will remember that. Um, Leighton Orient oh, dropped off a little bit, haven't they, Craig? But yeah. They, but to be fair, I had fought draw last week. Um. Long trip this for Richie Vellens. I imagine he's got them staying over Manchester. I, I don't know this, but I'd be surprised if Richie didn't have them staying over in Manchester <laughs> on, on Friday night. Correct. Um, good game, this one. Two all. Um, Carlisle two, Leighton Orient one. I did, I did drop Paul Simpson a text during the week. Um, just how how well they're doing and what an unbelievable job he's doing. He's a great, great guy, great coach. Two one, Carlisle. I had that better big crowd. I've been seeing the Carlisle crowds, but I imagine they're starting to build up nicely. Really, yeah. One City Club really doing well. Crawley Town hosting Mansfield Town. Uh, have Crawley appointed manager yet, Craig? Don't believe done? so. No. Um, take on Mansfield in fourth place. Mansfield, who were one of my picks at the start of the season. Yeah. Did, I pick them? did I pick them for automatic? I think I might have. I think he did, yeah. Yeah. And they've just pushed up from nothing, almost nowhere, Craig. They were hovering around playoffs. They're now really in top three con- top three contention. They surely have too much for Crawley, who need that new manager in place ASAP. But I'm going to say 2 0 Mansfield. 3 0 Mansfield, Graham. Just far, far, far too much for them. Uh, on to. Crew hosting Doncaster Rovers. Managerless Doncaster. Yeah, yeah, Gary McSheffrey sacked this week. Uh, Crew um, and Doncaster, probably two of the ones who are misfiring at the minute in this division, Craig. They could both be playoff contenders by the end of the I thought Doncaster would be, I think they've got a poor squad. I thought they'd be around here. Um, I'm not not surprised where they're at and I, I don't blame the manager for that. Interesting because the chairman blamed it on the style of play rather than results, Craig. That's what they said. <laughs> um, I thought they, I, I think their squad is playoff caliber. You know, George right. Miller, one of the best strikers in this division. 
it'd be interesting to see who they bring in, but I think it's an interesting appointment. And, you know, I think it reminds me a bit of, if we get it right, Greg, it reminds me a bit of the Simpson and Bellin's appointment yeah. When, yeah. when, you know, do it now. Let him have let him have at least three quarters of the season and then kick on for next year. They'll still be hunting for promotion this season, but I think sometimes it's come a little early, but it can be a good time to do it. Uh, crew, oh, I think one all here, Craig. I think the Doncaster players might react and get a draw. Um, crew need a win, 2 1 crew. On to Gillingham entertaining Barrow. Barrow's form has dropped off a cliff, Craig, really. Yeah. And to be fair, not, to, I say that it's only one goal in it here and there, Craig. You know, no one's battering them no. um, and they're still much improved. Neil Harris, fair play to Neil Harris, Craig. He's getting a tune out of this Gillingham team. He yeah, really has. Yeah. I fancy Gillingham is what I said, the ones who were going to get away to have Gillingham at home. You have to make going to Gillingham um, an issue for teams, and he has done that, Craig. He's doing really well. And I think they might edge Barrow two one just for terms of how long a long a trip that it's a long trip to Kent from Barrow. Yeah, it is, and because of that, I, one all draw. I give Barrow a little bit, a little bit of benefit of doubt. One all draw. Grimsby entertaining Bradford City. Bradford, like I predict, I think that's the one prediction I probably got right last week. Greg was Bradford winning at Salford. Um, not many of us right. Grimsby are. I think Grimsby are real dark horses for the playoffs, you know, Craig. I think they're in there yeah, a real chance. Yeah, um, big club at this level, get good support. Bradford, it's a big good game, this one. Um one all. Yeah, I'm gonna say one all as well. I think that, that that Bradford result last week was probably results. So yeah, result of the day in League Two. One nil at Salford. Um one all draw. Harrogate Tramia. Um Really interesting. Harrogate got a wonderful win last week. Um, I think I predicted draw. You said high post. I think it was a shock for everyone that Harrogate won that, but they needed yeah. that, Greg. That's a huge boost to their survival hopes against Tramir, who are currently the informed team in the division, Craig. We knew yeah. Tramir had it within them. Uh, Harrogate, 2-0 uh, Tramir. Yeah, I think 2-0 Tramir as well. The, the, the keeping clean sheets, Tramir. Um, not scoring loads, but keeping clean sheets. Uh Elliot Nevitt starting to, to hit the back of the net. Um, they've not got loads of goal threat, but yeah, two nil, two nil, Tramia. Newport, uh, still mindless, I'm presuming, Craig Newport. They haven't appointed yes. anyone yet, have they? No. Nope. Um, Newport horse in Colchester. Colchester, as I said before, Craig, I do fear for Colchester. I yeah. really do. I think Newport at home. I think they'll get a performance here. Two nil, Newport. 2-0 Newport, I totally agree, Graham. Rochdale entertaining AFC Wimbledon. Rochdale, who... I give him a chance because, you know, Jim Bentley's making them. They're going to be very hard to defeat no matter where they go, Craig. You know, I don't think you'll see many teams smashing Rochdale. Um, they beat Newport, beat Barrow. Um, I think they'll beat AFC Wimbledon 2-1. Yeah, I think they'll beat Wimbledon 1-0. Um yeah, one one nil one nil to uh, to Rochdale Graham as they, uh, I think gives them a real chance of staying up if they can win these kind of games. I think they will one nil. Stalford Stockport entertaining game this one, Craig. I think you're again yeah. one of these games where you might see just as many Stockport fans as you do Salford Salford yeah. in, in the stadium. Local derby Stockport uh, showing a bit of form now with starting to show a few results. I think Stockport will get something here, Craig. I'm going to say two one Stockport. No, nah, listen, Stock, Stockport had that 
freaky result where they did a number on Bradford uh, last weekend, um, probably the weekend before last, excuse me. They, they, they've done, they don't, they do nothing for me, absolutely nothing for me. Um, Salford 3 0. Uh, Stephen ejecting Northampton game of the day, and they're probably in the EFL, Craig, let alone League Two. Um, cracking game, this one. Um, it's a real um clash of styles, shall we say? Yeah, um, good game, this one, Craig. Big crowd. Ooh, in Northampton, I think it's a real, real test, more so for Northampton's title credentials. Stevenage will play as they do from now till the cows come home till the end of the season, and I think they'll be up there. This is a big... I think if Northampton want to finish top three, Craig, they need to take something from this to show everyone. And I think they might play out a two-all draw. Stevenage to win this 3-1 as they make a real, real statement wow. at the top. Uh, Sutton taking on Walsall um, at Gander Green Lane. I know it's not, but it'll always be Gander Green Lane to Gander Green Lane to me. Sutton got back to winning ways last week. Their uh, Joe Kissy's uh, return to form. I know people down there who tell that to me. Um, against the Walsall team who uh, narrowly lost to Mansfield last week. That's no disgrace, is it, Craig? That one, oh. Walsall. I think Walsall won to. I think still, I still think can make the playoffs, Craig. I think they might win this one two one. Yeah, Sutton two nil for me. Danny Johnson hitting farm at Walsall. I've got to see Farmer Borough and Gisborough Town boy. Yeah. Um, um, looking at one of the best players in this division at the minute. Takes on to where one where we probably don't have too much time to spend on Craig because we don't need to. Swindon Town, Hartlepool. Um, Hartlepool now bottom of the league, Craig. Um, I, that that win that defeat at Harrogate last week, yeah. I think, is an absolute body blow to them. I really yeah, do. One result doesn't make a season, as we know, Craig. But yeah, that was psychologically that's a big one, isn't it? Um, Swindon three nil. Swindon yeah. just a point outside the playoffs at the minute. I I I hate to say this, Swindon four, Hartlepool United nil. Yeah, don't disagree, as we said, Craig. So, yeah, that's it. We've been through those, Craig. We've uh, gone through stuff. So, let you uh, check in, Craig. Get off there. I hope you enjoy your um, weekend, long week, long weekend away, isn't it, Craig? Long weekend, not week? Yeah, it's a long weekend. Long weekend. You know, we, nice. to be to be fair, Graham, what, what the UFC do is they make it a real event. So, um, from from Thursday onwards, there's something happening in, in Abu Dhabi. Um be it uh, training, be it wins, be it press conferences, uh, and they do so much for the for the fans. It, it really is an engaging sport, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, Mr. Mate, thanks for that. Have a great weekend. Thanks for doing this early. Have a great weekend, guys, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Take care.